You are listening to Primal Radio, the podcast dedicated to combat sports, martial arts, self-defense, and the warrior mindset. And here are your hosts from Hamilton, New Jersey, Jim McCann, and London, England, Tom McGrath. I wanted to ask you about values. Now, values is... I have none. <laughs> it's, it's the underlying bit that makes us all who we are, how we think, etc. And they're very important in martial arts. And some, some groups, you know, um, I can think of Carly Mifford out in, in California with Jason yeah. Cruz. They've got, you know, mind, heart, respect. With RA, we've got in, intent, integrity, and integration. Uh, three eyes do you have anything similar or, or that you abide by you know you've got a, a less traditional um but very commercial logo i mean do we have do we stand for anything <laughs> yeah is that what, 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 are the, what are the big ones for you well here's a, it, it is respect dignity you know lead from the front for me i don't preach i don't put it on a wall it's about look you lead, what i mean by lead from the front is that when you go in that gym and you treat everyone with respect and kindness and compassion, right? That they see that and that's how it's perpetuated to them. It's not a slogan. It's not anything like that. It's just doing it, and that's hopefully shown in what I do day to day. I'm so blessed in so many ways to be able to do this. I've, I've been fortunate to be surrounded by tremendous people. You know. I Really great relationship with pretty much everybody that's in a, a personal deep relationship where people tell me things and share things with me because they feel comfortable. They actually think that I know what I'm talking about. And that so that's the value is just true honesty, you know, and sincerity, you know, through and through. There is no bullshit about me. I am an open book. I will tell you what I think, you know, and, and I'm, I'm very and kind and I, I think so to try to help people out to the best of my ability. If I told you what I've done and, you know, it would kind of be like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was, it's kind of an interesting thing. And I'll give you something. And I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way that I'm blowing smoke up my own ass. And I don't do it for that. Cause I'll do a lot. I'll help a lot of people in a lot of different ways on many, many levels. So we had a guy come in the other day and he was just observing and, and doing whatever. And I swear to God, this happened yesterday, completely unsolicited. So he looks at me and he goes, Jim, he goes, you know, you need to have one of those, it's a wonderful life moment. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know the movie, It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Right? So what would happen if he never existed and all the lies, right? So he said to me, I swear to God, this happened yesterday. He goes, if, if you weren't here, if you weren't doing what you were doing, how that would affect all these people. Mm. And I and I was just like, and this was, God damn it, completely. Unt- and this is not to say, I'm like, I got all kinds of fucking issues. Um, but I was like, wow, that is an interesting thought. And this guy who's only known me for a couple of weeks because I'm helping him out with something, right? It, it had that take on it. And I thought that was kind of an interesting, fascinating take, you know, perhaps it is in fact making a difference. And I'll never talk about it, by the way. It's just stuff you do because you're a human being and you're trying to change the world in whatever way that might be, you know? I don't think there is, is any harm. Deep, I don't think there is any harm in talking about it. And, you know, cast your mind back right. to show 20 when you'd come off out of a little rocky period. You yourself acknowledged the impact that you have on right. other people and you were able to recognize that, you know, to, I think you came out of a quote. To the whole world, you might be just one person, but to that one person, you might be their entire world. It's a great quote. That's it. But, you know, the, the impact it's a great, I don't know having, who said it. I have no idea. 
your your facility is it's a hub of your community there's a lot of people that are that are training there right. and you know going back to what we were talking about earlier in the show you know you're developing soldiers you're developing leaders you're developing better human beings and you're fostering relationships all these people that come and help out when you put on a show you know you're changing people's lives and it doesn't necessarily have to be one of those things where you jump in front of a bus you know the old not all heroes wear capes it's it's lots of little things you know can make a difference (laughs) for people's lives so so i put up something the other day it was rather interesting and and for that it got it this is not supposed to be about me but uh and I put it on September 23rd on Facebook and I put it up because I was just thinking about this because of people talking shit about what they're doing and trying to do stuff. So seriously, I'm looking at it now. So it says we can talk about making a difference in the world or we can go out and make a difference. The choice is yours. And so, you know, how are you going to do that if that's important to you? So that's where we're going back to values. That is a value to me going out of my way to help someone for whatever, whatever it might be. On a side note, for example, I'll, I'll tell you right now, God damn it, is someone reached out to me the other day at 3.30 in the morning. They called me up. They needed help. Right? Now, I usually get up at 3.30 in the morning, so it's not like they woke me up. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and did what needed to be done to help them out. Did whatever. I don't so want to get any ideas. You killed someone. I, yeah, someone <laughs> needed to be removed. Yeah. No, no. But it was kind of interesting. And that, because that's, you know, that's, that's how, that's how I want to kind of approach things. You know, I, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully um, it comes across really effectively. And, and uh, you know, and I'm not sure I was always um, like that. Uh, probably not. I mean, we all grow and we change. But in, in the second half of my life, if this is the second half for me, that's how I want to live my life. You know, um, you're a I, given or um, taker. Ah, they say it's better to give than to receive, Tom. You know, anyway, that's, I think that's important, you know. A lot, um, a lot of gyms have, like, the words written around their gym. And if, you know, if you had to choose a few, would, would, you, would you have any words that would, like, really leap out at you as being meaningful? Uh, I, te- I, tell you, I tell you what, you can think about them for a second. I'll tell you why I'm, I'm saying this one, right? Right. Is because... Someone was posting on Facebook, always train with intent. And this person has never trained with intent. And it's... <laughs> and, and, you know, when I think, think of that word, you know, the, the, the rapid honest ones, intent, training with intent, do everything with, like, you know, some real oomph behind it. Integrity, have personal integrity, not to, not to post things like that when you're not going and doing it yourself. And then the Very integration true. one I, is a great one as I, well because the rapid honest system has been open to taking on things from other systems. You know, we've got uh, the Wally J um, lock flow. We've got influences from all the different Filipino systems. People are encouraged to go out and do whatever they do and bring that back to the system and develop it. You know, if it fits, right. use it. And that's why I think those words can be meaningful and spelling them out to people making people think about them is almost like a bit of a value add service for primal gym yeah all right so you have to choose three i have to choose three no i can't do it you can't do it all right all right (laughs) well so here's so here's so here's what i think so i came across this writing and i don't know who did it but it was this is exactly and i changed it up for me and how i think about 
my gym, my little gym, whatever impact I can make on the world. And, uh, and so, and realizing that for me, where I'm at because of whatever changes and there's been a whole bunch of my life and I'm challenged every day on many, many levels for many fucking reasons. Um, is that, uh, you may have heard that, that my life is not about me. You know, it's about all the people that you can touch all the stuff, right? All the people that you have an impact on, you know, all yeah. the people that, you know, that you can influence, you know, all the people that I can love. So having it, meaning you go out and, you, and just kind word, open the door for somebody like that, right? All the people that I love in, in, in my life, my family, my friends, right? Um, you know, all the people that love me, what, if there's, believe it or not, there are people who love me, care for me, right? You know, so that's how I approach it, going at what change that I, I can make a little bit, ever so slightly, every day with everybody. I know it sounds kind of crazy. It's not a religious thing. It's not a crazy thing. It's just that's how I go about doing it. So despite whatever might be going on in my life, I try to make a little bit of an impact on somebody someday, somehow. Um, and it's not an effort, by the way. It's not a job. It's not false. It's real. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's kind of an interesting. So I came across this, uh, this particular writing, and I can wow, that kind of touched me. You know, and I think it was working for us, and and uh, and subsequently, you know, those people have that effect on me. You know, okay. was that too deep for you, Tom? No, 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 that's good. That's real good. What are you afraid of? Wow, nothing. <laughs> I know that sounds funny. Um. Here's why I say that. That's a deep question. Um, it's a very deep question. It is. I, you know, I, I, I have, um, there are people you try to help in your life, whoever they are, or you've had relationships in your life for whatever reason, and that you can't get through to them. Yeah. I mean, they're unwilling to help. You're, they're unwilling to accept your guidance, you know, despite what you want, and you can't love them healthy. Yeah. So that is my biggest fear is that I can't love them healthy because if it was, if I could, they'd be better. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I couldn't love them anymore. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> no. I thought this was a martial arts show. So, no, I'll tell you, well, it is, it is. I, I remember Lack asking, Let's call it five years ago, but you know, time flies. It might even be longer. And he said, we right. did a class, and he said, you know, are you guys afraid of stuff or something like that? And I or like, and I was like, no. And I, I think I felt at the time that I wasn't, and I think I like to think of myself as being reasonably tough and all that kind of thing. And sure. I think knowing myself a bit better and being a bit wiser, there's lots of fears in everyone. And I know I've, I've definitely got a massive fear of failure. I've realized that I don't like heights from like climbing a mountain with my brother in Japan uh, yeah. about 10 years ago. I, well, I certainly don't like them too much. Various things. And it's like, I think being aware of that and kind of saying, look, I've, I, uh, there's a book, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I like to right. now, I like to put, acknowledge that I do have those fears, but to put myself into a situation that addresses them or challenges them. Um, and I get a, a buzz out of doing that. And I think to not acknowledge them doesn't make the, makes the downplays the accomplishment of actually doing stuff that where you're directly facing your fears. And I, this leads me into another question for you. you know, and you're obviously going to say no, but do you ever have any like anxiety before fighting? 
No. Nah, nah. <laughs> I had anxiety before that question. <laughs> see, see, I get, I get that, and I used to have. When I first started out, it was the anxiety or a little bit of fear of like, well, I'm not really used to this. And then once well, I was out there fighting, I just always enjoyed it. Well, that's true. You have to have a healthy fear. Let me be perfect. And that's why you train hard and do whatever. But in the actual act, no. And I had been in so many fights as a bouncer and bodyguard and stuff that I don't remember being afraid in any way in that moment. But probably in practice, I am. And that's why you train hard. It's it's not it's not the actual during the fight thing for me. It's the it's the build up, and I think it hasn't a hundred percent gone away. If anything, it's kind of come back a little bit more for me. And the reason is because I feel there's a target on my back now, where it's like people say if, say in my JKD class, you know, I'm the top guy. I'm the guy they wanna they wanna right. prove themselves against. They all want they all wanna make little you know they all start calling me out and that kind of thing. And right. then, you know, in, in, in the rapid honest stuff, you know, there's a few guys, they always want to fight me, you know, because they, they, they're, again, they want to prove themselves. They want to show they've got what, you know, the, the, I'm a reasonably big guy and, and you, you get a bit of that. So uh, I was just interested to see whether you ever felt like that, but evidently not. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. I think because I just don't care anymore. You know, that it just, it just gets, and I don't remember when I was, fought and competed a long time and what, what I was thinking. Now it's, you know, I'm fighting for fun. The other thing this leads me into is, and this again I think is a reasonably deep one, but clearly I've got a bit of an obsession, an, in, an interest in fighting and violence. And, you know, I've always, since a little kid, always wanted to watch the military shows and um, I've, right. I've done martial arts for years. And... I think a lot of people that I see in the martial arts world, and it frustrates me, are they like that they're, they're pretending? They're, they're, you know, they wear the t-shirt, they get the tattoos, and they look. Right. You know, they might look a bit tougher, but not many of them are actually willing to go through it and do what it takes and actually fight and actually, I guess, enjoy and live in that moment. There's so many people out there who are doing it for the t-shirts and I, I do wonder whether I've, I've, I've probably have been guilty of that at times, but I know deep down in my heart and my soul, I am like a warrior. I am someone that was put right. here to protect people. When, when it, the shit hits the fan, I'm going to be going towards that problem rather than running away right. from it. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, don't you, I mean, obviously I think that's, I mean, does it, does it frustrate you? As a guy who actually is legitimately tough, has gone and fought, has mastered yeah. the art, does it frustrate you when you look around and you see, in, perhaps in your gym or maybe other people's gyms um, or on Facebook, a load of guys who you know are actually pussies? You know, at times it does. It gets me annoyed as shit, but that's when I'm having a bad day. And I really try not to give any energy to it anymore. Um you know, I do. So I'm human too. So yeah, you go like, what the fuck? This guy sucks. I'll, I'll pop something. You know, you go to Facebook in the morning uh, and look at the, the posts or Instagram or whatever the heck it is you're doing. And you see, you know, these great grandmasters and whatever that art is, JKD primarily, but it could be anything else. And you go, oh my God, how is this even possible on any level? You And I have to stop myself 
that immediate urge to type something in like you suck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's what you want to do sometimes. You have to go like, well, why am I even giving energy to that? And if he sucks, you know, that's okay. You know, and, I, and then just try to go back. Oh, you know, I'm just going to try to be more, you know, more brilliant to, today than I was yesterday. But I, I do this, get those urges. I had this uh, same that- conversation with our friend Dieter um, in Belgium. I sent him a video and someone had done a, a good promo video. You know, he looked look, look relatively sharp. If you actually like delve into the detail of that video, it's a guy holding pads static, no movement, and he's hitting the pads. And I've seen other videos where that's what he's doing you know, against a static opponent holding ha- pads in, in, in a certain way. He's doing some semi-proficient boxing slash kickboxing moves. The video makes right. him out to be something that, that, frankly, he's not. And Dieter just said to me exactly what you said. Just let it wash over you. The more you let it wash over you, the less it's going to bother you. <laughs> right. It, it sounds great, doesn't it? But it doesn't always work. I was like, ah, who cares? I even spend little time worrying about other martial arts, martial arts schools locally, my competition. Um, I, I tend not to focus on them. And all. Matter of fact, I probably go the other way not to give a shit what anyone's doing locally that might be doing something similar. Yeah. Because people go, did you ever hear of this guy? And I'm not, I go, no, I never heard of that guy. He's, and they'll try to explain it to me further and deeper. And I go, no, I don't know who he is. And and I don't care. Yeah. Right. Well, that is true. I don't really give a shit. Just don't care. And they say it Um, like you should know. They do. No, no, no. It's this guy, you know, it's so-and-so. You know, he did this, he did that, and I'll go, uh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, and, and they are offended by that. But I don't want to lie to them and say, oh, yeah, I know who it is. I don't. I would tell them if I know who it is. What? But I don't, and I, and I could care less. So. What's your experience been of collaborating with other martial arts schools? How's that worked for you? Cause, and, and the reason I asked this question was I was at an event um, a few weekends ago. Um, and there was two other major events on the same weekend, and it just occurred to me, why couldn't everyone work together and all make that one event or any one of those three events even bigger and better by everyone attending? But, of course, they work biometrically opposed. The events clashed, and uh, the turnout for probably each was less than it maybe could have been. Yeah, so years ago, I had this thing called the Mastermind Group, kind of like... What is Lax called his? Master what? Mastermind groups from, I think, Tony Robbins. I think it's a concept from him. Where no, it's, everyone, it's actually no. from Napoleon Hill. But Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> but this, and, uh, this is where a load of like sort of um, expert people get together, share ideas for mutual benefit. Bingo. So the thought process, right? And I didn't make, obviously, I, I stole that from Napoleon Hill. And uh, as did Tony Robbins. And I would get these schools together and these and I would, be, hey, come on in. We're all going to kind of teach something and work together, try to come up with some cool shit and just share ideas on the certain. It sounds great. Very hippie dippy ish, you know, and we're all going to sing Kumbaya and smoke a joint. Inevitably, what tap comes into play is the ego, you know. Yeah. Where, so so. If you showed me a technique and I go, OK, and and it. My response today is, okay, let's work on that. Let's see. You know, what'd you think about that? I don't know. Let's work through it. I, even if I have an original thought process, I want to work through whatever that magic is that you're showing me. And then together, 
That's the idea. We can come up with, okay, that's a bullshit idea, or that's a cool idea. Maybe we need to work on that and take it to this next level. But what happens ultimately is that you get, oh, that's great, but let me show you what we do at our school. No, 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 no. Let me show you what we do at our school. You see, then it becomes a pissing contest. Who's got the biggest boner? You know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's where it goes to like in a second. So they fail. Hence, let's go back to our, not a JKD, when they had the JKD nucleus and they were trying to form all these, all the original students, right? Well, what did Bruce teach who and what? And how come they failed miserably at coming up with a, a curriculum or at least putting it out there? Probably because of ego. Dana DeSanto was right. What he taught Bob Brember was right. What he taught James Lee was right. Well, you know, they all were a part of it. And I guess it, it failed, failed miserably as a result of not coming together going, it could be all right. You know, let's just work through it. But that's how, anyway, so I like that idea, but it failed. So I think that would be, so do you think if you served it up to these guys that it would work? I felt it worked well at the FMA festival recently, but that's a, that's kind of like a one-off annual event. I think various elements of the Wednesday night group at times have worked really well. And at times of, been at loggerheads and you know, there's been issues behind the scenes that may, maybe weren't always exposed to me but you know pe- people who the turnout's been bigger at say some of the previous events than others etc etc so right. I, I, I do see I, I do see it as a problem and I, I do see it as something that is primarily driven by ego I do think everyone is potentially stronger together if we all work together we can build something bigger and better than doing little bits in isolation, hence the question. Primal gym and accreditation. So I've got a couple of questions for you here. So let's say someone is in in another part of the world, they're taking an interest in the stuff you're doing either from your website or they've heard the podcast or something like that. If they want to get qualified under you, but they live somewhere else around the world, how does that kind of process work? Is it possible? Do you have online courses, et cetera? How does that work? Yeah. Not too well. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, <laughs> that's so tough. I mean, I, I don't know. I do have some affiliates, you know, uh, guys who've worked with me for the years. And it's and I don't even have anything. Like, okay. You know, I, I, I can give you the curriculum or what we have. You have to kind of do it. I got to see you. But I have nothing formalized. You know, I do, I do, but I just have not brought it. Outside of Dieter, who heads up Prime Europe, who's fantastic, has been training with me for 10 years. And there's other guys like yourself who can certainly do it. I have, you know, nothing that I'd go out and try to promote. Because if you want to do it and you want to think I know something, you want to learn something from me, we can certainly work it out. Because I have, like as we said earlier, tons and tons of notes and a curriculum all written out, whether it be weapons, ground fighting, boxing. It is all there. It's a novel, a couple of them. Uh, and then we can filter it out together. The most important thing is I help you be the best marketer and help you communicate that knowledge and, and to other people. But it's not, it's probably more of a concept than an actual system. Yeah, right. Now because it could involve the stuff you're doing. It could involve stuff that Dieter does with, you know, other people or, or, or Anthony in Ireland does with, you know, his crowd guys. It could involve a bunch of different shit. So that's probably not good for business. Yeah. You you backed myself, Dieter, and Mick. You, you know, you kind of saw something in us. You you kind of fought our corner when it came to, you know, us getting promoted, etc. Um, yeah. Is anyone 
have you done that for people where they've not stepped up to the plate and it hasn't worked out or you know do you think you're like a particularly good pick of characters or something like that i think my gut instinct is really pretty good and uh and and so i'll help guys out who want help you know and and are willing to work to get to that and help guide them in that direction other people you know you go you might throw a bone at them and say hey you might want to do this or you should try to do that and they either bite on it or not you know and i don't lose sleep if they don't you know it's either you either want to kind of move forward with your training or you don't you know so does that answer your question yeah 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 For one week, we have been on audio boom. So we used to be we hosted on Spreaker, and that was part right? of the setup we had with Hamilton Radio. I've moved us over to yep. audio boom, so anyone can search us on that. We've got our own page on there. And then that pumps us out to loads of different podcast platforms, even more than we were on before. So we're on, we're on a couple wow, of new awesome. ones there. And you taught yourself all this. Yeah, I'm picking up a few skills. Yeah, yeah, I've learned quite a lot from doing this whole process, and it's been, it's been a great journey. You know, we we have gone from being a radio show to being a podcast. Very grateful for what Hamilton Radio and those guys over there have done for us, and you know, hopefully, great. as a podcast, we'll we'll continue to grow. I just thought I'd ask you. Now we've got these metrics, and I can see kind of who's listening. We've been on for one week. I just thought I'd ask you a few questions. So. Uh, and you can give me your best guess answers, right? So how many people do you reckon have listened in the one, one week? W- yeah, about six in, days we've been on here. In one week, um, a thousand people. 470. That's actually not bad. Not bad. Right, I've got some, so these are, these are some great little stats, right? So <laughs> now this is going to be really difficult for you as an American because it's, it's your most difficult subject for all Americans, geography. And I'm not, ah. not talking about the different ah. states. So no. how many countries do you reckon we've had listening to us? There's, there's a good question. 26. No, optimistic. 15. Okay, that's so good. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right, give me some guesses for the, uh, the countries that are listening to us. You'll probably be able to guess the main two. But of course, it would be the UK. It would be... Um, America, let's hopefully. <laughs> Which one do you reckon? Where, where do you reckon we're getting more listens? UK. That's right. Right. That's and right. I'm sure there's some in Belgium, um, Ireland, Italy, Scotland, probably India. No, no, we've had no one in Ireland yet as well. Motherfucking Irish. <laughs> <laughs> My own people. Yeah, I know. I know. Yours is one week of a small window, so it's very. It is, and actually, on on the old platform, the US were listening more to us. I've got those stats somewhere. I'll yeah, probably have to right. get them up. Right. Guess which country is coming up third with the most most listens? Really, it's got to be somewhere odd. Australia. No, they're in the list though. They're number seven. Number three. Ah, oh, Croatia. No. <laughs> Good random guess, well, random many, guess. All right, there's 180 countries. You want me to go through the whole list? No, I'll, I'll give you two more guesses. Germany? Germany at number four. Good guess. <laughs> you got one more. Fuck me. <laughs> I don't know. Trenton, New Jersey. Oh, that's not a country. Nah, um, should be. Good oh, pal, believe me. It's a third world country. Uh, let's see. How about not Italy? There's no way it's Italy. It would have to be... You'll never get it. A popular never... destination with uh, British tourists. 
Florida? <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Um, I don't know. South America somewhere? I don't know. Spain. Couldn't really? It. Yeah, really surprised me, that one. That is. I would yeah. have never guessed Spain. Yeah, and then we've got like Japan and Taiwan on there, which I kind of know. I know it's yeah. my friends and their buddies listening and stuff like yeah. that. A couple of really random ones was like Martinique, which I, I think is an island in maybe the Caribbean right, or something like that. Right, that, that was right, kind of right. crazy. Um, and Peru. I mean, who's, who's listening to us in Peru? It's amazing. That is kind of funny. I do get a, a weird enough of fans or stuff down that way, which sounds kind of crazy. Why? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Give me a few of the top cities. It gives us that information as well. Uh, well, it would have to be uh, London, New York, Philly. Yeah. London, number one. New York, only number five. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, Philly's not even on the list. Right. Man, they don't have radio yet. <laughs> That's so funny. My old... I'm like, Christ, you know, you can't be loved in your own country. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be uh, um, Brussels, would it? No, no, no. They were, the Belgian work wasn't even on the list. So I'm going to have to have a go at those guys saying you're not listening to the fucking show. Right. Maybe you can promote, promote yeah. me above Peter. That's funny. What do we do with all these numbers? You know, given some more time, it will give us a better picture. And then when we get, like, say, our first million listeners, we can then approach the big advertisers and get major sponsorship and turn it into a tv show awesome <laughs> i don't it's fucking know i just thought i just thought it was great that we had those statistics no it is it is because you don't know right and who's listening for what reason they thought but that, look that was one week and now that we relaunched and stuff we'll, we'll we'll do real well yeah awesome all right man that was my last question so we got through quite a lot all of right. content there brother you go to bed and uh wrap it up man and we'll see you next time peace out You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.